Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. And today we have a special topic. Everybody, let's give it up and for a round of applause for 2023, guys. We are officially in 2023. Another year has passed. But today we're doing something extremely different, something we don't normally do on this podcast we're doing. Today we have a call-in number that you guys can call in. What I'm doing is I want you guys to call in because I want you guys to tell me times in your life because I want people to see how common we all have similar problems. But the problem is most of us are hiding our truth so we don't live in our reality. So what we want to do today is I've given you guys a phone number and you're allowed to call in today, right? So we're streaming on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on IG. We're everywhere today. And we're talking about this topic. Times in relationships that you've played the fool, right? I want you to tell your story. And I'm going to give you, when you call in, let's keep it to 30 seconds to a minute of you telling a story fast about something you've done in your life when you've played the fool. So the phone number is what? Kenzie, let me get the number. Don't worry about it. Give me the, he's going to give me the number. It's in the comment section. So look, guys. So today, we're talking about this topic. It's times in relationships you've played the fool. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine, and it was astonishing to the magnitude of the decisions or the things she allowed to happen to her in her relationship. You know, as me and all my guys heard it, we were shocked. Yeah. So the call is a call it in already, guys. We're going to take one right now. So, guys, listen. Let's keep it to a minute. So, caller, who is this? Christopher, what's going on, brother? All right, what's going on? I'm listening. Speak, speak a little louder. I'm in a relationship with this woman right now. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. To lose her, so I think I just be doing too much. Like I be buying her a lot of stuff because I never had like a woman like her before. Okay, so let me let me ask you a question. So, is that her love language? Oh, uh, it kind of is. Some people's love language is receiving gifts, gifts of F word, like gift gifts. You know, they like gifts, so that could be her love language. So, what do you mean you're doing too much? Is it hurting you financially to do these things? Little something because I try to keep it. I feel like if I don't like, you know, buy her things or something, she might leave. Now, now you want me to be your brother right now? Yes, sir. Honestly, if I have to give things to make someone stay with me, that's not a good, healthy relationship anyway. And I'm just being honest because reality is, it seems like based on what you're saying in just a short context of conversation, that you value her more than you value yourself. And the reality of all things is. You should never put a price tag on a human. You should never overvalue somebody more than yourself too, right? You can love somebody to the magnitude of, of honoring and respecting, but also you got to make sure you love yourself first. But if a person is going to walk away because you stopped buying them gifts, that means that relationship was already doomed for failure already. Do you agree with that? Yes, sir. So I think, I think personally you should maybe have a discussion with her. How is you, you and her communication? How do y'all talk to each other? We communicate so so, but the thing about her, like everything I do, it's not it's not 
cater back towards me, like with her, you know. So I think, I think, I think you should. Um, she got children. You have children? Maybe she can't. In fairness to her, I'm playing devil's advocate. Maybe she financially can't do the things you can do. Maybe she's not in the position to do the things you're doing. Is that fair to say? Not really, because she she has a little. Well, some people believe that you you're supposed to give, and it is a give is the relationship is about you just giving. You know, you got to sit down and ask yourself, Chris, as as a man, like, what what is too much for you? You know, and if you you feel like it's too much for you, and even as a human, if you're overly compromising yourself and somebody's not compromising with you, it, it may be time for you to, to 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 basically pull a plug on that. Because you want somebody that's gonna love you for you, whether you have or you don't have, whether you can do for them or you can't do for them. Makes sense? Because what if you fall off and you can't provide what you've been providing? I mean, that relationship's gonna end. Yeah, that's how I be feeling But it's reality. It's definitely reality. Chris, let me get to somebody else. I appreciate you so much. Follow the follow the uh, Empower Dynasty on YouTube and keep showing the love, bro. I appreciate you so much. I value you more than you could ever imagine. Trust me. We definitely hit my DM on Instagram if you want more uh, talk more. All right, thank you, sir. No, bro, I appreciate you. So, guys, we just took our first caller, and um, we're doing something completely different this year, right? The phone number is 516. Stay with me, guys. Someone write this in the comments. 516-253-1150. Somebody do me a favor. Let me write it. You can write it on a piece of paper. Keep it right here so I can keep saying the number throughout the, the episode. So basically, we're talking about playing the fool in relationships, guys. You know, I'm, I'm guilty. I played the fool at times where I overcompensated uh, uh, and, uh, the, uh, too, much, did too much for the relationship. You know, yes, that's the number. 516-213-1150, guys. We're taking callers today. We're talking about times that you've played the fool in relationships. I'm also giving advice. If you want to ask me a question, we could definitely talk. But moments I played the fool is when I kept giving up uh, too much of myself to the point where I started losing myself. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, um, somebody pin that number. Kenzie, you can pin the number. Can I pin it? Let me try to pin the number. Give me one second, guys. I'm trying to, I got my guys, we talking on uh, common and the numbers, what, 516? Both of y'all leave at the same time. That's really smart. Same time, though. What's the number? 253-1150. All right, guys, so that's the number. I'm pinning it right now. So that's pinned. So, guys, you see the numbers there? Somebody else want to call in? Let me know. Call in. My guy's taking all callers. When you talk, please talk very loud. We want you guys, we want you guys to hear it. We can't hear you if you're talking very low. So if you're talking low, we're not going to be able to hear you. So um, what's going on, guys? What's going on? You know, so what's, what's going on? So listen, today we're doing something extremely different. We're testing this out. I'm allowing people to call in today. Normally, I don't do that. But today we're doing it. You know, I said, you know what? Let me let's try something completely different. So what's going on? So again, our number 516-253-1150. I'm gonna tell you, I played the fool plenty of times in relationships. I remember one time, man, I called myself being um the man, and I was I was buying girls, I bought this girl tons of gifts. 
and I was getting nothing out of it. But I was young. I was 16. You know, but you got to go through it in order to learn these things. I played the fool, too. We're not going to sit here and act like uh, um, I've always understood women and I knew everything. And I still don't to this day. But you live and you learn. Right? So what we're doing today, guys, is allowing everyone to call in. We're taking callers. The phone number is 516-253-1150. You can call in right now if you want to get some advice, if you want to talk about something. I want you to tell somebody or tell people on live, when was the time that you played the fool throughout a relationship or you made decisions that you you really overly compensated for yourself and you felt like you've done way too much in relationships, you know? So we're doing this number. Call in right now, guys. Call in. But I'm going to tell you, like, I feel like a lot of times in relationships, you have a lot of people who do too much. And what I mean by do too much is they're not seeing that um, the person is uh, basically taking advantage of them. I'm going to tell you something. You have something called givers. You have something called takers. And then you have people who are medium, who are mid people, meaning they're in between. They're givers and takers. So you have to be understanding of who you are. If you know you are a giver, be mindful of someone you're dating that's an extremely taker. Because takers never have a limit. They always want more. And they always want more. And they always want more. So you have to be conscious of who you're dating. Because some people only value you when you're spending money with them. And that's a major issue. A lot of people don't understand that love, right, is, is, is a beautiful thing when a person understands what love truly is, right? Love is not about someone dating you, making you accommodate them to make them happy. Love is always understanding that it is a two-way street. Compromising comes from both parties. It is no such thing as happy wife, happy life. It's happy spouse, happy house. Meaning both people's job is to help add the I-E-R on happier, right? It is not no one's job to make you happy. It is your job to make you H-A-P-P-Y, right? By making yourself happy, let me say this again. It is your job to make yourself happy, but it's your mate's job to add the I-E-R to your happy, so you're happier, right? But if a person is not happy, they'll never understand or, um, or respect somebody else. If you're really out here every day looking for someone to make you happy, you really have a relationship misconstrued. There's no such thing, right? And the reason why there's no such thing is because a person can't make you happier, right? I mean, happy. A person can make you happier when a person is already happy. So for those who want to call in 516-253-1150, we're still taking calls. Somebody jump on this line. We already talked about God. What was his name? Chris earlier? Chris? You know, dope concept, dope story. What are we looking? Yeah. How many people? Yes. So those who don't know, we're on Facebook Live too. We, we stream it on Facebook. So right now we're talking about things that make sense as far as relationships. Name a time in your relationship that you felt like you've overly compensated and you played the fool. This is what we're talking about today, right? You do have to make yourself happy, guys. If you're not happy, there's nothing you can do to make someone else uh, um, even close to being in a good situation. The most unhealthy relationships are the ones who find people or need people to make them feel a certain way. That is no, there's no such thing as making a person happy, right? So again, whoever don't follow me on YouTube, we on YouTube right now, Empowered Dynasty on YouTube, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-D, Empowered Dynasty on YouTube. Also, for those who want to call in, call in right now, 
We taking calls. My guy is actually, he just got back in the room. He's taking another call. So if somebody want to jump on the phone, 516-253-1160. I mean, 1150-1150, right? So let's talk about this. You know, at times in relationships, I, I truly believe that I overly sold myself cheap. You know, we put price tags on ourselves. And when you put a low price tag on yourself, anybody will be able to afford you. So sometimes you get mad at the people that's approaching you. Oh, you got it? You need it? Need it? But if you got, you got enough people, some, sometimes you look at people while they're while they approaching you, right? And let me say this. When you, when you learn that some people keep approaching you trying to offer a low price for you because they feel like you have a low price tag or you're willing to take things at a lower rate. When you look at yourself and you put a high value on yourself, not everyone will approach you because they know the criteria in order to even uh, try to come talk to you. Sometimes I feel like we put a low value on ourselves and then we wonder why everyone and anyone is approaching us, right? And I feel like that's common. A lot of people don't put a high level of respect for themselves. They don't put a high level of um, what, what they expect in a relationship. There's very low requirements. I've met people who really believe that as long as they have someone, they're winning. Having someone lay next to you every night is a big difference between having someone love you every night. It is not the same thing. Having someone there because you have economics is not a relationship. That is called a dependency, right? A person depending on you is not a healthy relationship. Some people misconstrued it too. They look at it like, look, as long as someone come home to me every night, I'm good. And I'm like, no. Someone depending on you is not a healthy relationship. But yet and still, people use that factor of understanding, like, look, at least I, I've noticed that a lot of women will do that. They'll be like, at least I got somebody and you don't, right? Which is true in a sense, but here's the logic. You have somebody, but the person you have don't have no respect for you, right? You may have someone, but the person you have is not helping you, right? You have someone, but the person only cares about you because what you can economically do for them, right? You have someone, but yet and still the person you have only stays around with you when things are good. I know people who only call people when, when they get their paycheck. I know women, and this is me being honest, that only call dudes when they know it's pay, pay, pay time. That's the only time they call. Call them, I call them, up oh, pay, pay time, it's play time. And that's the only time she calls the guy's phone because she's using them. But in his mind, he may believe that at least he has a woman. If that's your standards of a relationship, then that's a poor standard. Because I'm going to tell you something. I would rather someone love me for who I am every single day than to hate me for who I'm pretending to be. If I got to consciously force myself to pretend to be somebody else in order for you to want to be with me, I would rather be alone. You know, but that alone word, right? That word alone, is it, is, 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 is it singular or is it plural? Is it singular or is it plural? Alone is a singular thing. But the problem is people are scared to be alone because most people have a plural mentality. They want multiples of people around them, opposed to singles. You will learn yourself best when you're around yourself. But the problem is we tend to look for people to always make us feel good about ourselves. If you need someone to make you feel good about yourself, this will be the same people that will take it away from you when they feel like you're not worthy of it anymore. Because your codependency was always on someone else's acceptance, right? 
And if your codependency is always on somebody else's willingness to accept you, you already lost the race. You already lost the race in life. Because no one can tell me what I'm valued at. I'm going to tell you something. Real fast. Watch this. Stay with me, guys. I had a woman I was talking to, right? Good friend of mine. She told me, right? I said, on a 1 through 10, what do you rate yourself? She said, I'm a 10, right? And I said to her, right? The guy that was sitting next to her, he said, yo, she's bugging. She's not a 10. I said, bro, you're bugging. Because she has every bit of right to feel like she's a 10. You know, to you, she may not be a 10. But there is nothing wrong with a person highly valuing herself. Let's get this straight. I've seen tons of video where guys try to play girls or play men when they say they feel like they're a 10. That's a very confident person. But the problem is, you know, when you get older, you learn this. Let me say this one more time. I seen a video, right? There was a man and a woman. The man asked the woman, what do she rates herself? She said a 10. The guy dissed her. And I said, you have no right to do that. And the reason why you have no right to do that because she has a right to feel like she's a 10. Well, the dating marketing market keeper at that price? I don't think so. But yet and still, she has a right to feel like she's a 10. There is nothing wrong with looking at yourself with high regards. You know, when a person puts a price tag on you, again, if a person's telling you that you're a five and you really look like you believe that you're a five, you're going to treat yourself as if you're a five. But this person that feels like they're a 10, they have the right to feel like they're a 10 because they're going to always look at themselves with high regards. So understand that is a difference between self-love and dating market value. They're two different things, right? Dating market value and self-love is not the same thing. You can feel like you're a 10, but when dating, do women see you, the man, as a 10? Do the men see the women as a 10? This is when your logic got to kick in. That's when your reality set in. So sometimes I feel like people misconstrue the two. Is dating market value and then it's self-love. But most people don't know the difference between the two of them. They tend to believe that because I feel like I'm a 10, every man's supposed to see me as a 10, which is not true. Because a man feel like he's a 10, every woman is supposed to see him as a 10, which is not true. It's on the dating market to see the value of him. And it's on the dating market to see the value of the woman. One thing I will say, right, is what changes is as a man gets older, his financial stability makes them that much more attractive to women. Would you agree with that? And vice versa for men, a woman's youth, submissiveness, and respectfulness to a man heightens her value to a man. And this is just what it is. I feel like the other day we were talking about um, older men, younger women, younger women, older men. A lot of people misconstrue the conversation in the context of the conversation. I genuinely believe that people don't want to live in reality. The more you falsify your mind to believe foolishness, the more the mind will believe it, right? And most people believe foolishness because their mind is captivated by foolishness. Let me say this one more time. The more you falsify your mind to believe foolishness, the more your mind will believe foolishness. And a lot of people put things around them, around them that keeps them in a fairy tale world. They want unicorns, right? I want a horse. You know, they want, they want a mansion when they haven't even gotten a house. They, they, they want, a, they want a, a, a Bentley before they even got a car. It's steps in life. And you have to understand that life is about taking steps and not rushing the process, but trusting the process. And I feel like a lot of people don't trust the process. But again, back to this man and woman context. When I was talking to the guy, I said, there's nothing wrong with valuing yourself highly, right? And there's nothing wrong with a woman 
saying that she's a 10. Let's get this straight, guys. A woman has every bit of right. And let me say this again. A woman or a man has every bit of a right to look at themselves as a 10 because that is called self-love. They have a right to look at themselves in high regards. And there's no one has the right to tell them they're not a 10 if they think they're a 10. You might not see them as a 10, but that's from the opposite person or the person that's pursuing to date you. That's a different grade now. And we understand that. You might have got an A in your math class, meaning that's your self-value. But in your social study class, which is a society value, it's two different values. And that's what people don't understand. So, guys, let's jump on this phone call. Let me get another phone call at 516-253-1150. Anybody want to call in, call in. 516-253-1150. If you want to say your comments or you want to jump on this thing, call in and say something. Don't be shy. I created this platform, guys, so we can, we can have a better conversation. I've noticed that a lot of us don't talk about the things that really matter. So therefore, we talk about the things that don't matter. The more you talk about things that don't matter, the more value you give into the things that don't matter, right? But the more value, I mean, the more things you talk about that matter, the more you're giving value to things that do matter. Notice that most people don't get nowhere in life is not because of the world. It's because of themselves, right? Let me say that again. Most people don't get nowhere in life, right? Let me say this one more time. I had a bomb to this, guys. That was a bomb, right? We're going to take another caller. But I want to say this. Hold the caller up. Right now, Just my, my guy got a call on the phone. I just want to say this. Most people don't get nowhere in life because the, the world, they put the world. Let me just go to this. I want to hear this caller. I know you're going to say something. What's going on? Who's this? Hi, my name on TikTok. I don't have Facebook or um, I do have YouTube, but I don't do So Facebook what's your real name? Or, um, Lakia. Lakia, what's going on? So what I have found out about myself okay. Ask you a question. I just want to just clarify something. Did you grow up in a broken home? Yes. I, I do feel like most people that grow up in broken homes, they try to force a relationship to stay together because they don't want the same level of um or traumas or experience their children they had. They don't want their kids to have it. So a lot of people are staying in relationships way longer that's been done. But keep going. I'm listening to you. Today, I actually, um, I was allowing 
so this is what I really wanted to say. I'm in a relationship now. It's cool. Okay. But when I hear something funny, I left out a relationship um, a whole year ago, and mm-hmm. I loved me and his friendship. It was so cool. It was so much fun. Wow. Um, I loved every moment of it. Mm-hmm. However, I found that he wasn't, the feelings wasn't mutual because if the feelings was mutual, he would do better. Agreed. Here I go about to make a excuse for him again. But however, Agreed. Um, I say that to say this, um, he rejected me. Well, I kind of ended the relationship, but either way, it still was a rejection. Okay. If it's not meeting both parties, it's pretty much a rejection. Um, so I left him alone. However, I started finding myself wow. automatically feeling as if this new guy is going to reject me. Wow. Like every other day, I will look at my phone like, is he going to? And I know that he will because I know he's a reliable man. But however, now I'm putting that rejection on him. And in 2023, I want to leave that rejection alone because a lot of times since we're looking for love, a lot of women, I don't want to speak for every woman, Mm -hmm. but I just want to say we don't deal with the rejection. I agree. Because we're so used to being followed at all the time. Agreed. We're so used to being wanted. Agreed. so I found myself today being like, "Uh -uh, I reject that old guy. Totally. However, mm-hmm. I need to stop rejecting this new guy or feeling, having the expectation that he is going to reject me, if that makes sense. I agree 100% with everything you're saying. But the one thing I want to give you, though, today, today, I want to give you, your, I want to give you flowers. And the reason why I want to give you flowers is because you're showing extreme signs of growth, and that's what life is all about, to evolve into a better version right. of self. Right. And to hear what you're saying as my, as your brother, I'm I'm excited to see the new you becoming even more because of the fact that you know what you need to do and you learning what you didn't do and you learning what you should do. That's what life is all about. Right. You know, but I definitely want to appreciate you and tell you I appreciate you for calling in. Keep showing love. Please keep following us on all major platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I appreciate you so much. Lakeisha, right? Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. But guys, that was such a dope story. You know, I want to give my sister her flowers again. You know, um, see, that's that's the one thing I, I love about this platform. And and we're gonna do this more often. We're gonna have more allow people more uh, uh, um the ability to basically explain and express themselves, right? Because the whole concept is us building. Because the whole, a lot of us have our traumas, and we know the trauma is mentally, right? The traumas that a lot of us possess is mental. So when you learn that your traumas are mental, how do you fix, let me say this one more time. A lot of our traumas is not as physical, it's more so mental, right? So when you have so many mental traumas, how do you fix the traumas? If you broke a bone and you've had surgery and you healed by going through a cast and everything, right? It doesn't show no more. You may still have the scar. See, sometimes people don't look like the scars they've mentally been through. And people always perceive that the person is okay just because of the way they look, right? We need to stop looking at people from the physical 
and learn that they're deeper from surface levels. There are a lot of people who have a lot of mental traumas that we need to talk about more. And this is how we heal. Humans need humans to heal. And we have to be more understanding by allowing people to be expressive of themselves. They become better versions of themselves. And that's the issue that a lot of us don't understand. We make people very uncomfortable to express themselves. My sister that just called in, Lakeisha, you know, I'm, I just want to tell you I love you and I, pre- I appreciate your story. Because we need more people who are comfortable to tell their truth. When people aren't comfortable to tell their truth, you know what they ultimately do? They tell their lie. And that's the issue. We need to fix this. And this is what we're trying to do over here on this Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. We're trying to help more people tell their truth, right? And by telling their truth, they can ultimately heal. And that's the whole concept. We're trying to help people heal. We're trying to make men learn to be comfortable to speak to our sisters and our sisters not judge the men for making themselves vulnerable. And we're trying to make our sisters comfortable to tell a man and the men not use that against them in a heated exchange of words. I think the maturity level has diminished so much because so many people use the heated moment to disrespect people. I've learned that in order for me to have positive things in my life, I have to be a positive person. I think there's so many people that don't really understand the nature of that that statement, statement I just said. That statement is real. You'll never have positive results being negative. It's impossible. So again, for those who want to call in, 516-253-1150, 516-253-1150. I'm loving the conversations all the people that's called in is saying, you know, we're still taking calls. My guy over there right now, he's back in the room. He's taking more calls. Let's see what we got. Who, anybody want to call in and talk? I want to hear y'all. I want, I want somebody to tell me some of their traumas and let's heal together. That's what we're doing today. We're trying to heal. 2023 is a healing year. Because we got hurt a lot last year. We're not bringing that pain into 2023. Let me say this again. 2022, right? Let me say this one more time. Y'all ready? 2022 was a year of a lot of hurt. Was a year of a lot of trauma. Was a year of a lot of pain. A year of a lot of arguing. A year of a lot of me disconnecting with who I need to become. But 2023 is a year of healing. A year of loving yourself. A year of respecting yourself. A year of making yourself better than you were last year. Because what was last year will remain in the past. But today's a new day. It's the first day of the new year. So are we going to take our past traumas into the following year, which is 2023? Are we going to complain about what we didn't do in December 2022? We got a whole other year to get this thing right. So let's make the right choices this year to make better choices. The right choice is to make the best choice. That's the right choice. Everyone knows what the right choice is. The right choice is your best choice. And usually the best choice is something you genuinely you don't want to do. We got another caller. We taking another caller right now. Connie? Hey, Connie. How you doing? Fabulous. Oh, I love that. So what's going on? What you got? Well, you know, I was I love your content. I've been following you for a while. One of the things that you said earlier was um, if a person, a young lady said that she rated herself as a 10. Yes. And you were talking about the difference between dating market and a person's self-esteem. I think we have two 
society's standard of a 10. Agreed. Um, and that's society's standard of how we evaluate ourselves. Agreed. And so when you're talking about a 10 in reference to dating or versus a person's mm-hmm. self-esteem, we've taken it all out of context. Agreed. I think when you look at yourself, you know who you're looking at in the mirror. You know if you're attracted to someone or if they're not attracted to you. Um, sometimes, you know, you just, a person knows their type. I mean, a man or a woman, um, if you want a man that's tall or if you want a man that's short. But intellectually, people are looking for a mature relationship. If you're looking for a mature relationship, you're looking for someone that has a variety of things, someone that's got great conversation, someone who's financially stable, someone who has their goals, you have your goals, um, and not to be just calling someone because you need money. Yes. Um, I mean, nowadays, many, many, you have more African-American women who are more educated, Agreed. who have their own money, their own homes, their Agreed. own cars. Agreed. And my sister and I, we get into this conversation a lot. She has her PhD. I have my doctorate. Wow. And she's been married. I've been married. I have a child who's now an adult. But what you're looking for is someone who, I'm not looking for someone to take care of me. Agreed. I'm looking for someone who I can grow with and um, and someone who I can share my life with and who can share their life with me. Agreed. You, you, know, you know the and, one thing I will say to you, and, and I do like what you're saying right now? I can tell by just having this conversation with, with you that you're a 10. And the reason why I say that is because, to me, the maturity level is what the, where the 10 factor is, right? By knowing what you want, yeah. knowing who you are, understanding who you are, and also knowing what your value that you bring to a relationship. That's a 10 to me. Because there are so many people out here dating and they're very confused. They don't know what they bring to a relationship. They don't know who they are. They compromise everything about themselves in order to accommodate the other person. Therefore, they end up losing themselves. Definitely. And just because a man can put the big rock on your finger and buy you things, I've been in that situation. Um, I had to give that engagement ring back because I knew that this was not the person that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. I cared deeply for them. I think he cared for me. Um, I think we loved each other, but there were so many other things. Spiritually, we weren't at the same level. And intellectually, we were not at the same level. Agreed. Agreed. But you know, that's the, that's the fact that right now, I genuinely feel like um, a lot of my sisters is moving up in life. And I feel like the men are digressing. And I have to be honest. A lot of men say I, I, I piggyback on women and I, I, I root for women. I'm not rooting for the women. I'm proud of what my sisters are doing. They definitely are grabbing torches and raising men to becoming men and raising daughters to becoming queens and, and, and they're getting degrees and they're buying homes. It is sad that I saw a study the other day that said more women buy homes by themselves than men. That's crazy. I'm talking about the black community. More black women are starting to buy homes more than single men, single women. And it's like, it, it astonishes me that a lot of us haven't prioritized our lives yet. We still more value in how many women we can manipulate. And that's the concept I've noticed in, that's very prominent. So many men are so caught up in how many women I can take advantage of, opposed to how can I build with somebody and, and teach my children how to be greater people. That's interesting that you said that. Um, I had a mentor that told me one time, it's better to be by yourself wishing you were with someone than to be with someone wishing you were by yourself. Mm. Say that again. Say that again, Connie. I heard you, but I want them to hear you again. 
Yes, it's better to be it's better to be alone wishing you were with someone than to be with someone wishing that you were alone. You ain't never lied. And it's sad, but that is so true. And it seems like today, you know, you know, as a man myself, I, I'm not perfect and I don't get on this platform pretending to be perfect, perfect. But one thing is I accept my flaws and I'm working on everything that's bad about myself. And I think that's what make me a God-fearing man is when you understand who you are and you're learning what you need to fix. It's like basically working on your engine and you know you got a flat tire. You know, I acknowledge that I have a flat tire and I need to fix the flat tire. That's where I'm at in my life right now. And that's why I think I'm doing so much better psychologically. Well, you know, we're all flawed human beings, and no one on this earth is perfect. So if we go into a relationship thinking that we're going to find a perfect person, that is unrealistic expectation. I agree. And I think in many relationships, we have unrealistic expectations. I agree. Because no one is perfect. I agree. Connie, you definitely brought some flavor to this to this brew that we brought uh, cooking today. You know, you brought some flavor to this thing today, and I love what you just said today. You know, guys, I hope you hear everything she's saying. No, thank you. You definitely added on this thing because you know what? I'm gonna just say this before you get off this live. I, I I'm not pushing a platform that's trying to make men against women and women against men. There's enough of that. I'm trying to be the the solution now. Like we understand that men are this and women are this. Right? Well, how do we fix these yes. problems? How do we fix the problems? We speak about it all yes. the time. I, I, yeah. I think your platform is going to add a lot of value to a lot of people's lives. And I want to thank you, uh, even from what, the way you started. I, I really appreciate what you're doing. And I think that um, you will be someone that's going to be um, identified as a relationship guru. So keep up the great work. Thank I appreciate you. you so much, Connie. Thank you so much. Take care. Uh, you too. So, guys, before we even move on, I want to give my my sister some flowers. You know, um, very, 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 you can tell, articulate woman, right? Very articulate woman. You know, we're going to take somebody else, but I, I just want to. We got somebody, a person from Atlanta that just called, call back. You know, we just got a phone call from Atlanta. But I want to give my sister her flowers. Connie, you are an amazing woman. And make sure you stay in contact. For anybody that want to write me more, you can hit me on my Instagram, QtheBoss516 on Instagram. I answer DMs all the time. I usually go through days and respond to all my DMs. You know, I do that a lot. The person's calling back. Atlanta, call back if you're on the live still. Atlanta, call back. But you know what, guys? Today, we're doing something completely different that we normally don't do. We're taking calls. We're going to do this more often. So, guys, we're taking a caller from Atlanta. Atlanta, you here? Yes, I am. How you doing? I can hear the accent. I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You from Atlanta, huh? I'm originally from New Jersey, but I've been in Atlanta for 10 years. Okay. Who am I speaking to? Mimi. Mimi? Well, Seven Reasons is my TikTok business name. Okay. Seven Reasons. Okay. How you doing? I'm good. Embracing the New Year. That's what's going on. I appreciate that. So what can you add to this, to this conversation today? Well, it's more so of a statement and um, a question. Okay. Well, just a little um, backstory of what I've been dealing with in my relationship that I just ended okay. a little while ago. Um, coming into the relationship, there were things that he struggled with. Okay. I knew that I still chose to come into the relationship with 
the potential that I saw he had. And he was doing well, doing well. Um, things started to look up for him, started to gain um, different positive results from um, just different things. Mm-hmm. And as time went on, it was like he started to choose other people and things over me. Okay. And it was like I put like I put him in a position that he was in because I allowed him to move with me and whatnot. So he was new to the area, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And for a while I was understanding. Um, we wind up having two kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just so many different things that transpired dealing with disloyalty, lack of respect. And I feel like he started getting super comfortable because I accepted some of the wrong things that he had already done. So it's like, now I'm just going to keep doing it. She ain't going to go nowhere, whatever, whatever. Which is normal. So with me um, not being from here, family and all that is limited. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was holding on to him because of like he was all I knew for that time. We did everything together. But at the same time, me knowing right from wrong in the way I was raised, mm-hmm. I knew that this wasn't right. <laughs> this is not how it's supposed to go. This is not how you love someone properly. All those things. Agreed. So I finally started setting boundaries for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, with me setting the boundaries, the person don't understand why I'm setting boundaries. It's like, you don't understand or you're choosing to act like you don't understand however you want to put it. You're choosing to act like you don't understand the boundaries that I'm setting and why I'm setting them. And with me placing these boundaries, it makes me feel great. You know, it makes me feel like I'm finding myself again while I am finding myself again, loving me more and not putting anyone before me. And I also just don't understand why do I feel guilty for standing up for myself. Like, can you answer that? Like, why do I feel guilty? Because, because, and and I've noticed that a lot of women do this. You, you hold on to their potential, right? And the fact that you gave this man two children, you know, there was always hope. So the guilt is more the hope. The guilt is the potential that you see that he did have, right? But you know, the one thing I've noticed that's very prominent with a lot of women who tend to take on bad men they genuinely believe that they can love the red flags out of them. They genuinely believe right. it. They feel like they can... See, like, one thing I always talk about from a biblical standpoint, I'm a God-fearing man, right? And the Bible says love does not impose its own will, right? Love does not force what it wants. And the word impose says force. But I genuinely believe that... We, we tend to believe that, you know, this person is good, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make them become this person. And that person has to want it. And the sad part is... the the guilt is more like I feel bad because it's like you could have been so much more and you could have been greater but you know it's like and you feel like you're giving up on the person that's the guilt you know but it's not that you're giving up on the person it's that you're learning your own value and the truth of the matter is when you again as if you keep telling somebody allowing someone to tell you your value they're going to always pay less because at some point in life you got to stop telling yourself I am not worth a, a buck that's not my price tag anymore. And if I have to be alone until someone respects that, then so be it. People that think like that, I think they're, they're, they've reached the highest level of comfortableness with oneself. 
You know, right. sometimes we fear the alone factor. And, you, and a woman just said on a, a minute ago, you know, what is the point of being, I, I would rather be alone than being with somebody wishing I was alone. You know, and, Absolutely. and that's what I, I don't want to win. I agree 100% with that. And she, she shook the, the whole podcast up when she said that. You know, but I think that's more your, it's a guilt thing. You feel guilty. And I'm, I've been there. You know, I, I felt right. guilty for leaving a woman with a child, that it was my child, because right. of the fact that I wasn't happy. And the person couldn't see it. You know, and I, and right. I was guilty like, for years and years and years yeah. and years. I just got over it. Well, I'm still getting, I'm still getting over it. It's going to take time. You know, I just, I be wanting to speak to different people just to get different opinions and advice because at the end of the day, I know right from right and wrong from wrong. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if something's not resonating with you, you know someone's treating you wrong, they done done you wrong, and you gave them chance after chance, and they're still continuing to do, continuing to do it, it's like, I'm not loving me. Like, yes. I'm not loving me at this point if I'm still continuing to allow you to do these things to me. And, and and you're not even holding yourself accountable for any of it. So I appreciate you. Um, Listen, I value you. You know, but I want to say this before feedback. you get out of here, though. One thing I do yes. notice is, like you just said, right now you're going through something called your healing process, right? Yeah. Promise me one thing. Don't let no one tell you how long you should take to heal. Right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Do that favor for me. Let me say that one more time to you. I want you to really hear me. Promise me that I you will. I want to heal. Yes. I want to be better for me and my girls. Yes. Like, period. Yes. Because I've noticed in society today that people tend to meet people and say, oh, that was a year ago. That was two years ago. You should be over it. They don't know how deep the wounds are. And the deeper the yes. mental wound is, the longer it may take to heal. And do me that one right. favor. Don't allow no one to tell you when to heal. Heal on your own time. And you'll know when and you're I, fully healed. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. And that's why I spent my New Year's by myself. You know, my children's father asked, could we go out this, that, and the other? I don't want to. And even, you know, he still want to keep coming around. And I get, you know, we have kids together. But it's like you're trying to use the kids and, as an excuse to come around me. And that's another thing that I struggle with. Like, how do I, you know, that put boundaries in place with that, with us having kids together? I'm listening to you right now on this, on this, on this phone, right? You mm -hmm. sound like a very, very, very intelligent woman. You know what's right and what's wrong, and you know what you need to do and what not need to do. Because if it makes right. you uncomfortable, then it's something you shouldn't have allowed. If it's making you comfortable, then allow it. But if you're feeling I uncomfortable, there's a reason why you're feeling uncomfortable. You know? The yeah, babies, the babies right. got a good mother. I can tell. Trust me. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I Listen, my sister, you. I love you. I appreciate you. Happy New Year's, and please keep showing love to the content. You know, I love you so much, and thank you so much. Absolutely. Let me get a follow back. No problem. Send me, send it to my Instagram. All right. All right. So, guys, that was a beautiful conversation. You know, this is what I love about this podcast. Again, you know, we really trying to. Uh, raise more awareness of help. You know, we tend to believe that uh, um, raising more, like if I wanted to, and I'm going to be honest with you, I could have been that kind of Kevin Samuels kind of guy. I could have done something like that. But to me, that is, I don't want to talk bad about the dead, but to me, that's not for me. And let me just say that. I don't want to get on, I don't get a kick out of um, hurting somebody's feelings, right? I'm a real man. 
and I pride myself in being a real man, right? I wasn't the guy that felt comfortable taking a woman's ball when we were at the park and feel like I'm a man because I punked a woman. Bianca from Nebraska, that's my girl. Bianca, what's going on? God say hi to Bianca. Bianca has been showing me so much love for, for so long. She actually traveled to New York and we actually met face to face. Bianca, I need that video. If you got the video still, shoot it to my phone and I'm going to post it. Because I promise you, I, I should post that video. It was a dope experience. Right? How long we can go? Okay. So guys, let's keep talking about this thing because I'm loving what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want, I don't want just listen, men can call in too. And they can they can vent their piece too. Guys, this is not a, a platform again about creating hatred towards men and women, right? We're past that age. You know, we're not in a, in a room where you're sitting here creating more emotional traumas from men and women. There are enough men that feel isolated in society, right? Let me say this again. There are enough men in life that feel already isolated from society. There are enough women who feel isolated in society. So what is the point if me creating this podcast as a platform to create more isolation between men and women, right? The person that does that is not a king. A king's job is to unite the villages, right? Unite the villages and bring peace. There's a difference between a warlord and a king. A king understands that people working in sync and in unity can keep the village flourishing. But the warlord is one who only understands war. And I'm not a man of war, I'm a man of peace. Because the God I worship cares about peace more than he cares about war, right? When you want war, that means you are leading the mission of the devil, right? But if you're leading the war of peace, that means you're leading the mission of God. And that's the difference we have to understand. Everyone who get on these platforms and speak the negatives are the ones who's doing the devil's work. And I refuse to do his work. I refuse. I'm, not, I'm trying to ignite my villages. I'm not trying to draw more separation. There's enough. There's enough between the older generation and the younger generation. There's enough between the black and the white. There's enough between the light skin and the dark skin. There's enough between men and women. There's enough separation. I don't want to contribute more to it. I'm trying to unite. Right? I don't want to talk about the war amongst blacks and whites. Because my father in the heavens tell me to love all. Even the ones who are confused, you still have to love them. That's a true Christian. That is a true God-fearing person. When you understand, right, that no matter what, you have to love everybody, right? So for somebody who want to call in, 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. We're taking some more calls. Guys, I'm loving the people that are calling. Y'all always thought I had the best TikTok audience in the world. Y'all only solidified it today. The, the phone calls that have been coming in here today was crazy, right? I got some heavy hitters calling on this podcast today, and they've saying some amazing things, right? And it's touching my spirit as a man, right? It's making me feel like, yo, we're doing the right thing over here. Just don't let that go over your head. No, the phone number is 516-253-1150. Let me write that one more time, guys. Let me write it. We got somebody calling right now. Melissa. How you doing, Melissa? Hello? 
She got disconnected. She'll call back. Yes, I'm from New York, guys. So again, for those who don't understand, we definitely trying to raise awareness, right? We calling if you want to talk about some traumas that you want to talk, your experiences in life. The whole concept is no more allowing yourself to pretty much be hurt. You know, we trying to heal. This is a 2023 year. It's the year of healing. It is not the year of carrying old luggage, but we're going to work on healing. All 2023, this podcast will be nothing but positivity. We're not creating more negativity. So guys, let's, we got this guy. We got somebody jumping on right now. All right? So let's see. That's what we're doing. Uplifting. I love it. Uh, Miss Prina, you, you going crazy right now. I'm loving you right now. Keep it up. Alabama's on a check-in. All right? Love this podcast. I appreciate you guys. Don't let that go over your head. You already know. New Year's. So this is what we're doing. Guys, if you want to call in, 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. You know what I'm saying? We're calling for whatever you want. You can call for advice. We can just call a talk. If you want to vent, because what happens in life is this. <clears throat> a lot of people are fearful about talking about their experiences, right? Not understanding that your experiences in life are what help people grow. It helps people heal. Let me say this one more time, right? Tons of people don't know that they're... Let me say this one more, one more time. Guys, stay with me. Tons of people don't know that their traumas and their experiences and talking about the things that you've been through can actually help somebody grow. We tend to not try to show or allow people to see the things we've gone through or what we're going through because we're ashamed. But I'm going to tell you something. I want everyone to hear this loud and clear. Without testimony, you can't save the world. Testimonies are what save people from making the same poor decisions. Because there's someone going through what you're going through right now who needs to hear you lift them up. Who needs to hear you talk about something that's going to make them think different about the decision that they were going to make. But the problem is we're too insecure about talking about things because we're worried about what others are going to think about us. I'm going to tell you something. The moment I see somebody talking negative on this platform, instant block and delete. That's what we're doing over here. You're not going to be on this platform talking about negativity. That's not what we're doing here. It's not a room of judgment. It's a room of elevation. Check this right here. This one. Right? So this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to raise the awareness. We're trying to help more people think better. Right? So if you want to call in 516-253-1150. Let me shout them off. Somebody just said, well, who's my number two? My number two gifter right now is... AD5, 86, I appreciate you. 86, 80, 85, I'm sorry. Keep showing the love, I appreciate you guys. Listen, we, we over here to do the right thing. We're not over here to do the wrong thing. I told you, with power comes respect and with, come, with power comes leadership. I didn't get this platform to come on here and start to create negative content, right? You guys have given me this platform by supporting it, right? I, so by supporting it, I'm not going to allow myself to talk about negativity. I refuse to be that person. And I think that's wrong. People are supporting because they want to hear more positivity. Guys, if I say something that may be true about men, please don't take it personal. Ladies, if I say something about women, please don't take it personal. We have to talk about the traumas in order to heal. We got to talk about the truth. We got to talk about what's the things that's in reality, right? Because I'm tired of the world living in illusion. All right? So I'm going to take like one or two more calls, guys, before we get out of here. Somebody jump on here. 
Somebody jump on this call. 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. For those who don't know, I'm Q the Boss, right? I have a book that's out right now, and it's called The Art of Reprogramming the Mindset. The Art of Reprogramming the Mindset. One of the chapters in my book that I talk about is unity, you and I. You and I is men and women working together to build, right? There's enough people talking against these things that is raising more problems. I want to talk about the things that matter. Most of us don't get to levels. Let me say this one more time. I have my book out right now. It's called The Art of Reprogramming a Mindset. This book was created for different factors in life of what we should work on, right? One of the chapters I talk about the value of a father. What is a father, right? Most men nowadays don't know the value of a father. Most women devalue the man to the point where they think they can raise a man without the father. But if you have a father that want to help you raise your child, you should definitely give him that ability. Yes, I'm on Instagram also, guys. QDABOSS516, Q-D-A-B-O-S-S-516. I'm taking two more phone calls. 516-253-1150. 516-253-1150. We're going to take two more phone calls and then we're going to get out of here. So somebody jump on there. Give me two special people who want to talk to me before we get out of here. 516-253-1150. Right? So I want to hear some people. See what you got to talk about. Right? Most men are afraid of responsibility. I agree. I think most people are afraid of responsibility. Right? So what I'm getting at at this point is in order to change oneself, we have to acknowledge what's wrong with ourselves. If you can't acknowledge what's wrong with you, you can't fix you. So we have to raise the awareness of what's wrong. Why do we think the way we think? Because the mental traumas are deeply embedded more than what we give acknowledgement to. Right? Let me take this phone call, guys. What's going on, caller? Who's this? Hello, caller. Caller. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. What's going on? Hi. My name is Nisi. Reese? Um, Nisi. Nisi, what's going on, Nisi? Um, yeah. So I need some advice. Speak a little louder, Nisi. Can you hear me now? Now he's perfect. I said, I need like some advice. Okay, I'm listening. So, um, like I've been talking to this guy since um like February. Okay. And um he was in like jail and then like now he's in like a halfway house type thing. Mm -hmm. And like he has two um like baby moms. Mm -hmm. Like um and the the youngest one, well, he has like he just had one probably like year last year. Mm -hmm. And um like they, I feel like they're still like connected in some way or something. Like, like they want to, like I don't know. Like I feel like they still want to be together or something. Cause like he just like has her still on like his social media and like things like that. And it's like I don't know. And then um, two, like we had we was going together and we broke up for a little bit, like for like a month. Okay. And I started talking to someone else. Okay. Um, and we got back together again. And um, we recently just broke up again because 
like it was just a situation with the baby mom again and stuff like that so it's like i don't know like he just like i feel like he just like don't respect me in a way too and it's like he don't really try to see where i'm coming from so it's like i don't know like what to do like me, me personally right like, it's like i'm listening to you go ahead no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your last friend, Jane. Okay. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know what to do because, like, part of me wants to get back with him, but part of me don't. Because, like, I feel like it would be the same stuff. Like, he just, like, would cuss at me, just, like, cuss me out and just be, like, really, like, disrespectful. So it's like, I don't know. And then, too, I feel like he still, like, wants his baby mom. So it's like, I don't really know, like, what to do. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yes. To answer this question, stay with me, right? I'm going to give you an analogy, right? Mm -hmm. If I have a job, right? And the job is paying me, let's say, $10 an hour, right? Mm -hmm. So I quit the job because they weren't paying me good, right? And then they come back to me, they say, hey, Nisi, come back to the job. They're talking good to me. They're telling me all the things I want to hear, right? And then I take the job back, and they still paying me $10 an hour, right? So I quit the job again, right? Mm -hmm. And then they come to me again. They tell me everything I want to hear. And I take the job a third time, right? And they still pay me $10 an hour. Who do you think is wrong in this situation? Um, you said who I think is wrong? Yes. Mm, me, who I kind of like. See, this didn't is, really like, I don't know. I'll say though. Where you standing at right now? Currently, where you where at I'm right now? At? Yeah. Oh, Ohio. I'm sorry. No, where, like, where you at? In, you in your house? Oh, no, I'm at work. When you get home today, right? This is what I want you to do. I don't really want you to do this. And don't, don't laugh about this. I do this every day, right? Okay. Look in that mirror, right? And have a good conversation with yourself. Most people will see this as crazy, but this is you really giving yourself something called words of affirmation, right? right? You have to say things like, I'm going to accept the truth when you show me the truth. If you show me who you are, I'm going to believe it. If a person is showing you who they are, it's on you to believe it. I just told my sister before, you cannot love the red flags out of somebody. If someone is continuously giving you certain behaviors, it's not them. It's you for allowing it. And people only treat you the way you allow them. So what I'm getting at is, learn to love Nisi. Tell Nisi I am worth more than what I'm putting the price tag on myself. I'm not saying that because if you know you're doing right by him, you know you're respecting him, you've taken on a lot of baggage already. He has two kids, two baby mothers, he's been incarcerated. There's a lot of things that you're taking on that he has to accept and understand that she's willing to compromise herself in order to make this relationship work. But one thing I don't believe in is allowing yourself to be disrespected and be called out your name. I don't respect that. Even in anger, a person shouldn't go to certain levels. Hello? With, yes, you hear me? You hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Even in anger, a person should never go to certain levels with a person they genuinely say they love. It should be res reservation. Because look at the logic. When you get mad at your mother, you don't say certain things because you respect her, right? Right. But if a person respects you, they would not risk losing you 
by saying certain things. There will be something called reservation on their mouths. They're going to say things because they're upset. But when a mouth is that reckless, that means that mouth doesn't have respect. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Distance yourself for a while to make him respect you. And if he's not going to respect you, he shouldn't have no access to you. Because you don't deserve to be talked to like that. I'm sorry. No one does. Right. Okay. I'm saying. Uh, I, appreci so I appreciate you so much. All right. Uh -huh. Keep following the content. I appreciate you. Happy New Year's. My sister, I love you. Okay. Follow me on every platform and keep showing the love. And tell a friend to tell a friend. So, guys. Thank you. All right. So, guys, we're taking one more caller before we get out of here. Who's going to be that special person? We're taking one more caller. You know, what I'm doing today is, guys, I'm raising the awareness of self-love, self-gratitude, self-respect, self-everything. We got another caller? We got another caller. We're taking our last caller now. Caller. Yo. What's going on? I'm happy as a guy. That's what's up. What's going on? What's up, man? What's going on with you? How you feeling, brother? I'm good. I'm good, man. Okay, okay. What you want to talk about? Man, just the normal, man. It's just, I got a lot going on this year. Got, got too much drama going on as far as the relationship. Elaborate on the drama. Yeah, it's just, you know, you know, the, the, the significant other, she, she, you know, she really beats into her friends instead of what she got going on as far as with her marriage. So it brings a lot of unnecessary drama to what really needs to be going on. You know what I mean? Let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you and her have a mutual friend that you both respect? No. See, that's an issue sometimes. If you can't do therapy, we need a mutual person that we both respect to have like more like like a pastor, more like a um. Someone we respect that we that is gonna give us advice. Because sometimes in, in life, you know, when you telling her what's wrong and what's not wrong and what's right and what's not right, sometimes we feel like people are talking at us and they're not talking to us. And that person might not be receiving you because they feel like you're talking at them and you're not talking to them. So they don't hear you. And that's what happens with a lot of us. We talk at people, especially in anger. You know, we we tend to talk at people. So what I'm getting at is you might have to put a a a, a person in the middle of the both of you that can express how you feel to her and that can express how she feels to you. Because what happens is we look for outlets of people to talk to because we tend to have problems. And I've noticed that a lot of the times it's unhealthy when a woman seeks single friends and, and asks for advice. Because a lot of times hurt people tell it from their perspective. They give you advice from their perspective and vice versa for a man. A lot of the times... Men give their perspective from a hurt place. And a lot of times the women give their perspective from a hurt place. So you're getting advice from hurt people. So sometimes you got to find that medium person if y'all value the marriage that much to put in between the two of y'all so you guys can actually learn to hear each other more again. You know what I'm saying? Because most problems in relationships is because y'all stop hearing each other. Right? Gotcha, gotcha. And that's all it is. It's like... Because you just have to. Like a lot of us as blacks, and I can tell you a black can tell your voice. Right? You're a black man, right? Yeah, of course. In the black community, we're very taught that um, there's no such thing as therapy. There's no such thing as mediation. There's no such thing as that, which is crazy because you do need therapy. Because you need a person. I don't know her traumas. I don't know your traumas. And sometimes we have to be comfortable with expressing ourselves and why we feel the way we feel. Otherwise, we're not going to just keep talking at each other. 
Y'all never gonna hear each other ever. Got you. Just just like now, you know, her friend, her friend is in the middle of, you know, a separation. So I see the I see the the negligence that's that's going in with it. So, you know, if she on that type of level to where, oh yeah, she knows she know why they separated, she wanna she wanna do her thing while she separated, but that's her best friend. So I feel like if you want to be with her, you know what I mean? You on that same type of level. So, and that's really my disruption in my brain right now. So I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out like how to move with that. I understand the therapy part, but at the same time, it's like, how do you like get her to see the bigger picture with that? Okay. You ever, you ever tried this? Okay. Like, let's say, give me, um, let me get something. Are you watching me on live? Yeah. Yeah. You see this box, right? Yeah. So let's say this box is the conversation box, right? It's the conversation box. Right. Whoever holds this box gets 60 minutes or 60 seconds, rather, of being able to express themselves without you intervening and not saying one word and actually paying attention and listening, right? So you right. pass the box and you give her your, and you start it, you allow her to speak first. You give her your undivided attention. You be like, you know what? I want to understand you better, right? So you give her the box and said, for 60 seconds, I want to hear you. But after the 60 seconds, I want you to hear me. And then you pass the box. Within that 60 seconds, you cannot say a word, nor can she say a word, right? You right. let her tell her piece, you tell your piece. And this is how we learn the communication skills. People, they, they're, they're in relationships, but the communication skills in most relationships suck. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, of course. And this is what I think we should do. Use the communication box. You pass the box back and forth to each other, listening to each other. And if you want, you put a timer or stopwatch. And when a watch go off, then she passes the box and she says how she wants. If y'all do two minutes, y'all do two minutes. Whatever y'all feel work. If you long-winded, give three minutes. You get three minutes, she get three minutes. She get three minutes, you get three minutes. So now what happens is you're forced to listen to each other. Because most of the time, as soon as something triggers, we speak over each other. Now the conversations go left because we're not hearing each other no more. Now it becomes a battle of who can talk the loudest, who's going to speak over each other, and now the conversation never gets anywhere. And that's the repetitive problems in relationships today. We speak at each other. We talk at each other. We talk out of context. We talk without uh, listening. You know, and most of us listen to respond. We don't listen to hear. So you got to force the ears to hear. Got you, understood. And make sure when you're telling her this, between me, you know, you tell her this is coming from a loving space because I want our marriage to work. So by making yourself vulnerable, you say, I want our relationship to work, so I want to try something completely different. And you know what you could even do before? Let's pray before we do this. I want to pray with you because I want God to be in the room with us while we're having this conversation. Now you pass it back and forth, meaning you soften the heart, the heart is softened, and now we can have a real conversation. And don't say anything that's going to be extremely triggering. Because you know triggers and she knows your triggers, right? So when you sure. say it, you got to be kind of, uh, um, be very uh, selective of how you say it, say it to the person that you do, especially when you know it's a trigger. For sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My brother, yeah, I appreciate sure. you so much, bro. Keep showing me love. Keep supporting the content. I value you so much. I love you, bro. And definitely hit my DM and let me know how it's going because I definitely want to know. And I'm definitely going to respond. But hit me on Instagram. For those who don't know, I don't really respond on other platform, but Instagram like that. So hit my DM. Sure. I spend a whole day going through my DM sometimes. For sure. Yes, all right, my sir. brother. I appreciate you. You be safe, all right? And happy New Year's. 
All right, you as well. All right. So, guys, we decided we're going to take one more. Let's do one more. I, I like the conversation. So we're going to take one more. So let's take this. Nicole Davis? So we're taking another call. What's going on, Nicole? How you doing, Nicole? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Where you from? Hello? How you doing, Nicole? I'm, uh, I'm from South Carolina. My name is Bree. Oh, Bree? I'm doing good. Okay. Um, I was calling because I wanted to um, tell you... Hello? Can you hear me? Hey, everything you say. I wanted to basically um, tell you my situation that I was going through. Um, I found out I was pregnant back in August uh, 22nd. I met the guy May 31st. Okay. And he basically, you know, we started, you know, dealing with each other. And when we made it official in July, that's when I became pregnant. Okay. okay. Make a long story short, afterwards, he started acting funny after he found out I was pregnant. Okay. I told him that I didn't know if I could have kids or not because I truly didn't think because at 15, 16, they told me I could never have kids. Mm -hmm. I'm 31 years old, about to be 32 this year. Mm -hmm. So every time I ask him, is he going to be a part of the child's life or not? He tells me he don't know. Then sometimes he'll tell me, oh, I don't want to be a part of the child's life. Mm -hmm. I want you I want you to decide for yourself because I told you to get abortion, you can never get abortion. I didn't want to get abortion because I felt like that was the wrong thing to do. Is that his first child? And he, huh? Is it going to be his first child? This is my first child. And what about him? No, this is his uh, second child. How did he treat the other one? No. How does he treat the other child? This, he has a one son that's seven. How does he treat that son? He don't even take care of the first one like he's supposed to, but he's trying to make it seem like in front of me that he do so much for the other child, but he don't. He behind on child support right now. Just be prepared. I'm not trying to play him. I don't know his scenario, but it, it, it's, it's, it's a big red flag that if you don't take care of his first one, he more than likely won't take care of his second one. Just be prepared. You know, you might have to be more of a yeah, super mom. He, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to have to do because I'm by myself. I don't have any parents. And, you know, I work at the hospital and everything like that. I'm going to have to just do this myself because obviously... He talking to other women. He mad. When we first started talking, I should have left him alone from the beginning, but I didn't know that he was talking to other women. He was talking to other women the whole entire time that we was um, trying to get to know each other. And when we made it official in July, I found out that he was talking to another woman. You, you, you know and something, though? I forgave him because I was like, huh? That man, that man, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't know his scenario. I don't know his story. But I tell any man on my life right now, whether you want to hit us or not, no man will ever be blessed that don't take care of his children. You have a lot of men running around here right now going through so much medical issues and psychological issues. No man or no woman will ever be blessed that don't take, on, take care of their children, ever in life. And that's what I was telling him. You know, and he was like, well, I already told him I didn't want any kids. I told you this beforehand. And... You keep trying to force me. I said, I'm not trying to force you to do anything, sweetheart. I said, if you don't want to be a part of the child life, you don't have to. I said, but you keep telling me and keep telling me that you don't want the child, but then you be over here at my house. You're confusing me. You know what it is, though? And you keep talking to the... And, yeah. and I will say this, and, and this is my true belief, right? God don't make no mistakes with children. Let's say that. Let's acknowledge that, right? And that is your body. No man could ever uh -huh. talk you to do something that you don't want to do, Right? God don't make no mistakes. Mm -hmm. 
believe you me, that child that's yeah. in your belly could become the next president of America. I don't know. Right? Mm-hmm. That kid could be mm-hmm. the person that cures cancer. I don't know. You know, who knows what mm-hmm. that child can be. But what I'm saying is, God don't make no mistakes. And anything that we get in life, we're prepared for it. We're strong enough for it. And um, my sister, what I do say is um, raise that child in love. Raise that child around strong mm-hmm. men that show him or her what a man looks like. Because... See, and if you, he already have put his hands up. He got drugs. He already got my, my hair pieces and everything. He gets blood work. His mother took over it. His mother don't care for me. And I never disrespected this lady a day in my life. I, I will admit this, though. But this and, lady and, don't care for me. And I'm not going to be funny when it comes to a lot of women, when it comes to their sons. A lot of women enable their sons to be the way they are. They're very codependent on their sons behaving like little boys because a lot of women, it's like a guilt thing for some of them, right? Some of them that didn't have the father to help them, they feel so guilty that they overly compensate for the father not being there and ultimately spoil them. And then what happens is the man runs around looking for women that are more his mother opposed to a wife. And that's the issue. I want to say that one more time, right? Because somebody just said, say it one more time. A lot of the times in society, a lot of women accommodate these boys and they treat them because they feel guilty about the dad not being there. So what they do is they raise the child, spoiling him, not realizing that this child is going to ultimately grow up and have to be a father. He's going to be evasive of these responsibilities because of the fact that the mom never showed him, you know, what she saw a man supposed to look like. Sometimes we want men, and I say this for women, they want men to be certain ways but they don't put that same standard on their sons. And what happens is the son ultimately goes old, grows older and he looks for a mother figure opposed to a wife figure. And that's the issue we have. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem today. And that's the issue. Like, I was sitting here doing a little way too much. And me and him not even, and we weren't even, you know, um, in a relationship at the time. I was sitting here treating him nice, you know, and, and everything. And sometimes... Sometimes I feel like some people, some people, they get strength off of uh, bringing someone else down. And I find that to be very weird. You know, they feel stronger by making someone feel so little, right? And Mm -hmm. and for me, that hurts because it's like, I don't get a kick out of hurting someone in order to make me feel good. But a lot of people... And he does that all the time. Because it's called insecurity. He's he's insecure. He's insecure. He's very insecure. That's all it is. It's a, it's a world of insecurities. And this is why we project what we believe on others. This is why we treat others bad because hurt people want to hurt more people. It is disgusting. And it's sad because, you know, as you, I can hear the pain in your voice. You know, I can hear the, not only do I hear the pain, 
You know what I hear the most about you? The worry. I hear the worry. And it's sad because mm-hmm. as a mother that's pregnant and, and, and that's coming on labor time, you, it's, it's not too, you're not too far out. Mm-hmm. Well, how many months you got left? Hello, I'm sorry. How many months you got left right now? So you and got about like three months left. Things out. Yeah, and I'm just nervous. Like I said, this is my first child. And I didn't want to do it by myself. And I was like, look, I don't have a mother. I don't have a father. Can you please help me until after I give birth? And then you can leave. I said, you don't have to worry about me putting you on child support or anything. I said, look, I said, if you don't want to be part of the child life, okay, fine. But I'm tired of hearing you say this thing every day. I didn't ask you, but you lied and told me you were taking birth control. No, I did not. I was taking birth control pills. Like I said, in my mind, I was just getting back on my birth control pills and enjoying myself. I should have been more responsible, but I wasn't. And I hate myself for that because, and I'm trying not to hate myself because of that. But it's hard not to because it's like now I'm bringing a child into this world. And I never had a father, and he, you know, he's not going to have his father around because it's like every time you look around, and I know who condones him. His mother was telling him that I should get an abortion. He was like, well, I'm a, at first he was saying, I don't even know if the child might. I said, well, you can get a DNA test. I don't have a problem with you getting a DNA test. That, that's not, that, he, then he turned around and said, well, I know the child was mine. I just, you know, I just, I was just saying, you know, I wouldn't be up here if the child wasn't mine. His mom sitting there disrespecting me, telling me, Oh, what you naming the child? I'm naming the child Sebastian. Oh, name you naming him after your uh, naming him after um, his father? Like I know who I lay down with. Yeah. Like I had to deal with her sitting here bringing another woman in the house. She wouldn't even let me at her house. She acts like he's her husband. But that's why I said is a lot of men that grow up in those like like these mothers like that, and they think they're doing them a mm-hmm. favor. But then what happens is stories like yours. So for my women that's on this live, I want them to hear it. Seventy-two. Yeah, because and, he's and, and let me guess, she's single. She's single. Yeah, I'm still here. No, is she single? Yeah, she's not even. He claimed that she was married before, but I doubt it because she stayed in like a senior senior citizen home, and she um she stayed in a senior citizen home, and she also um got an older older daughter that's fifty years old. You, you, and you, I noticed the daughter don't do nothing. Do nothing for her, but it seemed like he always be under her. Yeah, she probably coddles him. She babies him a lot. That's why he's he's yeah. gonna he's gonna he's gonna fall apart when she passes away, man. You know, he's gonna be oh, looking yeah. for that. He's oh, gonna yeah. be looking for that mom. Me, oh yeah, she told me, told me, I'm tired of you tell calling calling him a titty sucker, and I may outlive all both of y'all. What does that say? Wow. When you drink and you smoke and you take big bags of medicine and you got one leg and you in a wheelchair. You know what, my sister? Though you want to hear this, though, I I, I hear your I hear your I hear your pain. I hear the problem. One thing I will say this, and this is me just being the Christian man that I am. He is that man that is that's his earthly father, right? But his heavenly father will never make sure that child don't go without, right? And make sure that he knows his real father, and that's the father that really matters the most. Because a person that signs your birth certificate doesn't mean anything. It's who raises you. Who helps you? That that title is an earned yeah. title, and if he's evasive of his title yeah. and, and the birthright of being the father for that child, then you shouldn't have to beg him to do anything. The more you beg him, the yeah. more you make him feel powerful, and he's weak. Yeah. And his power comes yeah. in the fact that he's able to take advantage of you. 
And I suggest personally, yeah. stop begging them. Right? Yeah. And start doing what you have to do. Don't worry about them no more. Do what you have to do. Because yeah. that baby is all that matters. In a couple of months, you're going to see that man is the baby that all that matters. What you say, name it Sebastian? Yeah. Yeah. Sebastian's going to matter way more than that man ever mattered. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And believe you me, sister, you're way stronger than you ever could believe you are. And that baby going to show you how strong mm-hmm. you are. Trust me. I've seen yeah. sisters raise five and six kids by themselves. I've seen it with my own two yeah. eyes. I come from a single mother of six. Mm-hmm. So believe you me, you strong. You built Women, y'all built different. Yeah. And I love my sisters. I want you to know you guys are built different. Uh-huh. You know, don't stress yourself, stress yourself out too much. Get through this pregnancy. If you need any more, hit me on my Instagram and my DM, right? At cutaboss 516 Okay. Because I definitely want to keep up with your story, all right? Okay. My sister, I love you, all right? And make sure you keep praying on the situation. All right. Love you Pray too. for the strength, all right? Okay. Thank you. All right, my sister. Yes, sir. All right, yeah. bye. So, guys, I love this platform, man. I love what we're doing, man. I love it. 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 Today has inspired me to be even more of a better man. Today has inspired me to take a look at myself. Today has inspired me to be more conscious of to what's going on in the real world. Guys, I want you guys to know I love you so much. I value you so much. And I want you to know, till next time, you know, we're going to do this again. We're going to add this segment more. Every episode, we're going to start taking phone calls, right? We want y'all more engaged. I want you guys to know I love you, I value you, and I respect you. So guys, love on your sisters. Your sisters, love on your brothers. Till next time, don't let that go over your head. <laughs>